entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. Hey, entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to talk about how you or your major competitors are going to go about attracting new customers or clients for literally pennies on the dollar. Now, let's set the stage, and I want you to picture yourself, ladies and gentlemen, on the other side of these potential uh, marketing and promotional strategies and see how you would actually react to them. Okay, because this, when you can get the right uh, marketing perspective, it helps you focus and also get more creative and flexible with your marketing strategies and tactics. So imagine this. We're going to say that you're a retail jeweler and your ideal female customers, and no offense, uh, gentlemen, it's not that we're ignoring you, but it's just that there are a lot of situations where you can leverage right in the local community offline just untold opportunities to get in front of your ideal customer or prospects for literally pennies on the dollar. You see what we're talking about as we start going through these really simple examples. Although they're sophisticated, they're not complicated. Say, for example, so you're this retail jeweler, and get this, a lot of your local competitors are, I was going to say investing, but in my opinion, wasting a ton of their extremely hard-earned money on these outrageously expensive uh, local billboards, local primetime, radio, TV, Sunday newspaper inserts, either a half a page, a full page, either one is outrageously expensive, they're dismally performing, and in my opinion, you're just throwing away money, but, you know, it's their money. You, on the other hand, you're going to try several different approaches. You're going to test. Now, I want you to think about some upscale areas of town where they already have established either a women's nail salon where, you know, the ladies come and get their hair, or excuse me, their nails done, or an upscale women's hair salon, you know, where these uh, affluent and influential local women uh, that make high five figures and six figure incomes annually. So they have a lot of discretionary income. But I want you to think about something else, ladies and gentlemen, that especially for you guys, may not be obvious. When you talk about a local women's uh, hair or nail salon, you know the, the nickname for it, uh, gentlemen? It's Command Central. So what do, you, what do you mean by that, Mark? Stop and think about it. You're talking about local, upscale, influential women sitting getting their nails done, or getting their hair done. You know the type of stuff they're discussing? Who's going through a divorce? Who's about to have their first child? Who's on the uh, verge of retiring? Who's coming out of retirement? Who just got a settlement? Who is moving? Who has already moved? Who has grandkids? All these subjects are being talked about. You know, so that's why we call it Command Central. Who's getting remarried? 
Who's getting married for the first time? Who's having their first child? Who's having their second child? Who just opened a business? Who just lost a business? Who just lost a home in foreclosure? Who just bought their first, second, or third investment property? And on and on and on. Who just got promoted? All of this stuff, gentlemen, is being discussed. So here's the point. These women are influential. Some of them work for themselves. They're mompreneurs, meaning they work from home. Some of them work for somebody else. They come from every walk of life. Dentists, doctors, lawyers, chiropractors, uh, dental assistants, secretaries, CEOs, accountants, CPAs, you name it. They're doing it. And they're talking about it. And they're sharing. So I want you to picture this. You have one of your top or several of your top female associates that work in your retail jewelry store who are either managers or top sales reps, whatever the case may be. Here's their uh, assignment. They are to go out into the local community in the upscale area of town and become a customer of one of the upscale hair salons and one of the upscale uh, nail salons. Here's why. The first day they walk into the shop, unbeknownst to the owner or owners of the shop, the stylist and the customers in the shop, you're going to loan them one of your best looking $2,500 diamond studded necklaces, plus a nice pair of extremely eye-catching uh, diamond studded earrings, which the, the necklace Although it retails, say, for anywhere from $2,000 to $2,500, your actual hard cost is somewhere around half. And the same with these diamond-studded earrings. It's going to be about half, say $200, $225. Now, here's the point. Before they get out of that, actually, before they get in the chair, or whoever, you know, uh, uh, either Silas or the owner's chair they sit in, before they get to the chair and by the time they get out, you know at some point, the topic of conversation is going to turn to where did they get that outstanding looking bling? Absolutely. And as soon as it does, they make the owner or the stylist, whoever's chair they're sitting in, aware that you're actually here to find out from the owner if you could help. Uh, you ask them the magic question. You say, what's the magic question, Mark? Now, some of you who've already listened to several of these uh, audio clips, you already know what the magic question is. But if this is your first time, here's a magic question that you ask of people you already have an established relationship with. In this case, they don't have an established relationship with, but they're going into this with the attitude of establishing a relationship. So they ask the owner, is it okay if they periodically refer them new business? Now, nine times out of ten, in other words, 98% of the time, the answer, especially in this uh, uh, health-driven uh, redesigned economy we're in, the answer is going to be an emphatic yes. And when they get the yes, their follow-up question is, and by the same token, as long as it doesn't take away from anything you're currently doing or will be doing in the future, are you okay with periodically returning the favor? Now, statistically speaking, if you get a yes from the front end, there's a 99% chance you're going to get a yes, meaning they're open to also referring business back to you, a sort of cross-promotional situation, if you will. You should get a yes. Now, the moment they do, here's what they do. They tell the owner, well, listen, my, the owner of the business has, or the senior marketing director or one of the senior marketing directors has uh, 
authorized me, they're talking to the owner now, to offer you and they have a picture. Either one of these two pair of diamond studded earrings you'd like. And of course, the owner's a little stunned and they look and they say, okay, you know, I'd like these right here. Whichever one they choose, provided when they come to pick them up, A, they drag a friend with them who's at least 18, and B, as long as the owner joins and remains an active subscriber on either their opt-in email or text message list, they'll let them have them, whichever uh, pair of diamond study earrings they chose, at cost. Now, obviously, you know some of those stylists standing there who are hearing this or going to hear about it, probably going to want in on this too, right? So what the uh, sales rep does is before they leave, they hand each stylist, so let's say there's the owner and five other stylists, so a total of six people doing hair, and let's say they all do, on average, ten service ten women a day, five days a week. So what happens is they give the uh, stylist an extremely time-sensitive discounted uh, uh, gift certificate with the same instructions. A, come to the shop before the handwritten date, which will be 10 days out, not 10 business days. In other words, the next 10 physical days on the calendar, that 10th day, that's when this particular offer on this gift certificate expires. So they can either come alone and save 10% up to their first $500 in purchases. And that's not etched in stone, ladies and gentlemen. That's just a, a concept. Number two, which is probably the, the, the better uh, offer, simply for dragging a friend who's at least 18, they automatically get to save 40% or X up to the first $2,000. So in other words, you want to ethically bribe them. And the reason why you can do that as the jeweler is because your total lifetime customer value metric for your average ideal female customer is somewhere between $400 on the low up to $11,000 on the higher end. And let me explain this lifetime customer value concept so you're not confused. It doesn't mean your average customer will never spend low, lower than $400. It simply means the range is between $400, in this case, $11,000, over a five to seven, eight year period. And that includes repurchases, uh, testimonials, and all of that sort of stuff put together. All right, it's not just that one particular customer. And it doesn't mean some of those customers won't refer you $30,000 worth of business. This is just the average. And about 80% of that figure, whatever it is that you decide is your uh, total lifetime customer value metric, about the, when you do it the way that you're being instructed here, about 80% of it is going to be gross profit and the other 20% expense or customer acquisition costs, if you will. Now that we've laid the foundation, so those you can best rest assured some of those women in that shop are going to drag somebody with them and understand something here. This is very important. I'm going to cover this in a whole another uh, episode. But the people who drag a potential new customer with them, ladies and gentlemen, it's in your best interest to present them with additional unannounced ethical bribes because they're worth more than somebody who just comes by themselves and even spends fifteen hundred dollars. 
The person who's dragging somebody, because think about this. Here's what the average retailer has to do. If they're using local radio, television, and that sort of stuff, or, you know, Sunday newspaper insights, they have to run them a ton of times, ladies and gentlemen, before they get you and I, the general public's attention. So let's say, in the case of radio, primetime radio, it costs, on average, $1,500 for a 30-second ad. It probably is way more expensive, you know, in a, in a major city, but this is just so you get the concept. Well, they, on average, have to run that thing 10 to 21 times before you and I pay any attention to notice. Look how expensive that is. Now, on the other hand, when you ethically bribe a customer or a potential customer to bring somebody else, you've reduced all that. So instead of doing it 21 times, you did it once. And all you had to do was ethically bribe the person to bring somebody else. That's the concept. So now imagine this. Here's the way you're going to start farming this particular uh, salon. And again, you could be doing this simultaneously with a hair and a nail salon. But let's just focus on the hair salon for now. Whatever date the owner started the business, in other words, their business anniversary date, you're going to call up one of the gourmet uh, bakery, area, uh, bakery businesses in the area and order a cake. And the number of candles, if you put candles on the cake, will be how many years that uh, hair salon or nail salon has been in business. You know, and you're going to have the cake delivered. And you might also send uh, a pound of gourmet coffees, if, you know, if it's wintertime. If it's summertime, you'll supply them, say, the summer months of May, June, and July, and perhaps August. You'll supply them with uh, 48 uh 48 ounce cases of uh iced tea and again this is to keep the word of mouth buzz going because when they're when they're, the stylist and the owner sipping on this uh gourmet iced tea and gourmet coffee during the uh the winter cold winter months you know some of those customers are going to know what's the deal you know where they got it from and they're just going to simply point to the retail jeweler. Let's say you're both in the same mini mall and three doors down is the uh, retail jeweler. So when they say the retail jeweler, you know there's people going to be like, what? Your jeweler bought you this? Now here's the other thing. On each stylist that's in the shop, because remember, stylists kind of come and go, who's in the shop, you're going to, on their birthday, have a dozen roses sent and maybe some balloons. And again, while the people are sitting there waiting to be serviced, what do you think they're thinking? What jeweler does this? This is how you create positive, uh, viral, word of mouth and mouse. And by mouse, I mean these people will be on social media. They'll take pictures of those flowers, and this includes the customers. They'll take pictures of it. When they go back to their, their tribe, their circle of influence, be it personal or professional, they're going to talk about it. Now, here's the other thing you do. You have a seven-foot teddy bear that you're going to get at a discount from one of the, the smart, savvy, uh, retail teddy bear uh, distributors in the area and you're gonna tell the owner to please leave this one in the shop 
because you want it as a conversation piece. People look at them, oh, that's a nice teddy bear. Where'd you get it? And again, they're going to say the retail jeweler. You see what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen? While their uh, 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 major competitors are wasting a ton of money on local billboards and all this, and people are driving by it at 60 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour, and don't even notice or barely notice it, throwing away all that money, you're going to be getting a direct, long-term residual impact from these type strategies. Now, here's the other thing you do. When it's around close to the holidays, like, say, Thanksgiving, you or, you know, one of your top female sales reps is going to show up at the shop and you're going to have uh, 50 sealed envelopes. And here's what the envelopes are going to say on the uh, outside of the envelope in big red letters that music legend Stevie Wonder couldn't miss. You definitely deserve this exclamation point in parentheses. Now, the first thing you're going to do, the the female sales rep is going to do is hand each stylist a $25 gift certificate to a local grocery store. The owner, you're going to give a $50 gift certificate to. They're the owner, you know what I mean? But the point is, what jeweler does this? Yours. Now, what do you think is going to happen? It's Thanksgiving. Now they got $25 to buy their turkey or, you know, if, let's say they don't even celebrate Thanksgiving. They still have a $25 gift certificate. There's a very good chance they probably celebrate Thanksgiving. Now, again, what do you think the people sitting in the chairs and waiting to be serviced, those women, what do you think they're thinking? Exactly. So that's why you brought the 50 envelopes that are saying they, that say uh, you definitely deserve this. You're going to hand out 10 to each stylus. And what they're going to do is, and this might get them in a little bit of trouble, they're going to decide which customers to give them out to. And you let them know they're extremely time sensitive. What's in there is extremely time sensitive. And they basically have 10 days before they, whatever's in there expires. Now, here's what's going to be inside there for the customers that receive them. Uh, extremely time sensitive bounce back offer to come back to the nail or uh, hair salon. No real surprise there, right? The next thing that's going to be in there is an extremely time-sensitive gifts or two-sided gift certificate for your retail jewelry store. Side A is going to invite them to enter a free drawing for a free monthly drawing for a chance to win a $2,500 diamond-studded necklace. So it's going to have one grand prize, two second prize winners each month. These two second prize winners are going to win a pair of diamond studded earrings, which normally retail for $450. If they come alone, they save 10% off or $45. They drag a friend who's at least 18 before the expiration date. This is on side B of the card. They get those diamond studded earrings at cost or $200. Because remember, once they put those earrings on, they're a walking, talking billboard from now on. Are they not? They can go to social functions, uh, barbecues right up the street, relatives' homes, fundraisers, whatever. 
and you best believe somebody's going to want to know what the deal is about those diamond studded earrings. You got that right. And the third thing is going to be in there is a $10 gift certificate to a local supermarket. So again, 10 of these women are going to leave out of that hair salon with a story to tell for quite a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, I defy you to show me a Facebook ad, a retail uh, radio or television ad or newspaper ad that will have this type of long-term, potentially bank account filling, residual effect. You can't do it because it doesn't exist. Now, having said all that, because I'm going to do a part B so we don't get too long in this particular episode. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a couple of things I need from you. Number one, if you got value out of this, please share this with anybody you know in business who's struggling. If they respect your opinion, they'll totally appreciate you doing that. Number two, if you know of any retail jewelers who are not franchised or retail appliance centers who are not franchised, I'd like to offer my services off to them on a performance basis, meaning for every new dollar I bring them they didn't have, they normally pay me 25% as a, you know, as a, as a performance fee. I'll cut you in on any revenue share arrangement I can put together with them or they can put together with me simply for being the broker, nothing more. Now, please understand what I'm saying to you. You do not go out into your community trying to convince a complete stranger, a retail uh, jewelry store or plastic center who's uh, non-franchising to take a look at me. That's a waste of time. I'm saying tap into any resources you already have. If you used to work there, you know the owner, the owner's your relative, whatever the arrangement is, is somehow you know them. So that they would they will listen to you. Please feel free to put, put us together. And we'll make sure both the owner of the business and myself will make sure you're compensated. Now, here's the other thing. If you know of anybody that has a blog that's business orientated, entrepreneurial orientated, and they're looking proactively looking for guests, I don't care how large the audience is or how small, I'd love to be on their show. Or if it's your podcast, I'd love to be on your podcast. And lastly, entrepreneur, I need you to go to my blog, or if you're already at my blog, youcanmarketonlinenow.com. I want you to go to the contact page, forward slash contact. And if you'd like to hire me as your own personal marketing consultant, my current rates are just $250 an hour. I want you to write in the subject line of the contact page, paid help. Put your name, I mean, in the body of the email. Put your phone number, the, uh, the time zone you're in. I'm on what's called New York time or uh, Eastern Standard Time. Put in there the best time to call you, preferably Monday through Friday, and we'll set up a time. We can either get on the phone or A, jump on Zoom, Z-O-O-M.us, not an affiliate link, by the way. And we'll figure out if we're compatible. We'll do a 15-minute uh, discovery session. And by the same token, if you're outside of the States, put in the uh, subject line and contact page, paid help. And just let me know you're located outside of the U.S. I'll get back to you with a return email as soon as possible. And we'll get on Zoom, Z-O-O-M dot U-S. Do a 15-minute discovery session. Again, see if we're compatible. And if we're not, it's okay, ladies and gentlemen. There's millions of people online, more coming online every day, every week, every month, every year, no end in sight. So it's not a big deal. The other thing I need you to do, and this is critical. 
I want you to read at least three more blog posts on my blog. You pick the subject, or the category, I should say. And if there's a video in there or an audio clip like this, please listen to them. And after you do the third one, ladies and gentlemen, it will be beyond a doubt. You'll know whether or not we're compatible or not. And again, as I said, if we're not, it's okay. Because there's plenty of people seriously looking for this type of marketing help and promotional help. On that note, entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and I am definitely looking forward to being with you again very soon on another potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Minute. And remember, entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.